guys. Welcome to Lords of Order, a DC Dr. Fate fan podcast. I'm your host, Ed Moore. This is episode 55 of the show. If you want to send feedback, you can leave messages on the Lords of Order Google Plus and Facebook pages. The email address is the Dr. Fate fan podcast at gmail.com. BigTimeNoise.com slash Dr. Fate is the website and Twitter is Teal Productions. This time out, All-Star Comics issue 8 from the 1940, uh, a.k.a. first volume of All-Star Comics. Cover dated December 41, January 1942. Now, as I explained last episode and have gotten into every time I cover an All-Star Comics on the show, there's a framing sequence, open and close, then in between are individual missions that each of the Justice Society members undertake. Now the open and close, and actually it turns out that there's an interlude also because this story is done a little bit differently. These were done by Gardner Fox on script and by Everett Hibbard on pencils and inks. So... At the beginning of the issue, we see some things, uh, text, there's a text piece that tells us that yet another issue, there are some changes. Justice Society of America hereby elects Green Lantern as the fourth honorary member, like Superman, Batman, and The Flash, said honorary membership to be for life, and does hereby elect Dr. Midnight as the new active member in his place. And a leave of absence is hereby granted to the Hourman, whose active duties will be taken up by the Starman, making our roll call until further notice as follows. Hawkman, the Sandman, the Atom, the Spectre, Johnny Thunder, Dr. Fate, Dr. Midnight, the Starman, honorary members, Superman, Batman, the Flash, and Green Lantern. Under the leadership of Hawkman, who is now chairman since the Green Lantern has become the fourth honorary member, like Superman, Batman, and the Flash, the Justice Society has resolved to carry on its good work, but suddenly it comes face to face with a new weird evil that threatens the very foundation of justice. Never before has the Justice Society been faced with such a perplexing problem until the advent of Dr. Midnight and his mascot Hootie. A wise owl. The following pages describe how he and the Starman win their spurs as active members of the Justice Society of America. We open the first um, first page, actually. All the members are coming together for their periodic meeting, and they're finding out that each of them has uh, the, their their most recent the the most recent case for each of them. Uh, they have encountered either a criminal or somebody heavily involved like a witness or a lawyer or a prosecutor or something like that that has from nowhere gone stark raving mad, doing weird things, being afraid of light and or screaming ee as they run off doing you know just crazy things. So, in that all of them have been exposed to something like this, they decide that there must be something blanket that's causing them. In the midst of their discussion, Dr. Midnight uh, comes to them for help. And Hawkman tells him, well, as a matter of fact, 
it turns out that you may be able to help us too, but you tell us your story first. So what's going on overall first will come to us from Dr. Midnight's individual story. So basically, uh, he encountered also somebody that went crazy. He is a doctor, so he did a test on them and finds that they have a rare disease. He goes to speak to the doctor who first described and put together a cure for this disease, but he can't find the doctor. The doctor is on safari, is on sabbatical, is on something in the deepest, darkest portions of Africa. Contact uh, unknown. They, They cannot contact him. So in the midst of trying to find Dr. Abel, Dr. Midnight runs across some fiends. The fiends are ultimately being directed by somebody that gets the drop on Dr. Midnight and tells him that his name is Dr. Elba. And so Dr. Midnight realizes that Dr. Elba is responsible for spreading this madness via injection to various peoples, or not various peoples, but in in his case, via injection. And so he goes to the Justice Society looking for help in capturing Dr. Elba. Now, they all having discussed their individual cases, suspect now that, since this sounds so similar to what they have encountered, that this Dr. Elba must be possible somehow in spreading this crazy virus. So, they each will undertake individual missions to try to discern some part of this overall puzzle. Before they leave, Dr. Midnight gives gives each of them a cure for the craziness so that they can go to this most recent person who succumbed to the crazy disease, cure them, and get information from them as to how they contracted this crazy disease. They all split up to do so. Our interest, of course, is in Dr. Fate. The narrator tells us that Inza is waiting in her car outside the Justice Society meeting for Dr. Fate. So he flies up to them, and it turns out that the person closest to him that has gone crazy is the husband of a husband and wife team that own a bus company, uh, Bill Ford and Marge. Bill, Bill and Marge Ford own this bus company, and they're personal friends of Kent and Inza. So Kent cures Bill by the application of this special serum that Dr. Midnight has given all the members to cure the the crazy disease. And Bill tells his story. Tells Dr. Fate, I sank all my money into that bus franchise and then those crooked politicians try and defraud me out of it when it starts making dough. Goopy Gus Gluck is behind all this. So Dr. Fate goes to speak to Goopy Gus Gluck. Uh, He goes to his headquarters, Gluck's headquarters, beats up his minions and finds where 
Gluck is because now he has found out that Gluck also has kidnapped and is holding hostage Marge, Bill's wife and part owner of the busing company that they want to take over. He locates them on a boat um, off Rocky Hook. More water related for Dr. Fate. Uh, This also is the first appearance in All-Star Comics of Dr. Fate's half-helm, by the way. So he goes out crashes through, finds Goopy Gus Gluck, rescues Marge, uh, tricks Goopy Gus into trying to... Because Dr. Fate has freed Bill and Marge and now knows the truth, Goopy decides that what needs to be done is all the buses need to be wrecked because if he, Goopy Gus, can't have them... Bill can't either. It'll it'll sink Bill because he won't have the money to fix all the buses. So he gives the orders to his boys to capture and trash any buses they find. Well, the first bus they find, Dr. Fate is in disguise as the bus driver. So he defeats them, finds out why they're doing what they're doing, confronts Goopy Gus Gluck, who tells him that a Professor Alba gave him the form the the inoculation to do with what he chose. This is what he chose to do um, to try to further himself, make money. You know, this is how he wanted to use the formula. So, having found all that out with the information, Doctor Fate decides to go back to the Justice Society meeting to tell all the other members what he himself has discovered. Now, we then proceed in the book with missions by the Atom, Our Man, uh, Sandman, excuse me, the Atom, Sandman, Starman, Hawkman, Spectre, and last but not least, Johnny, Johnny Thunder, because Johnny Thunder's story then starts the end framing sequence to wrap up the story. So he, Johnny Thunder, has been captured by Dr. Alba in his trying to find out something about him. After he's captured, Johnny Thunder sends his thunderbolt to go retrieve the rest of the Justice Society who all ride the Thunderbolt back to where Johnny Thunder is. Now, that's not necessarily a big deal, except that Dr. Fate and the Spectre are also riding on the Thunderbolt. So of of all the Justice Society members that would not need that kind of assistance, I would think those two gentlemen would be it. However, they arrive just as Alba is about to inject Johnny Thunder with the crazy disease... But seeing that he is sorely outnumbered now, the entire Justice Society is there, Professor Elba uh, flips the lights off and then goes and hides in this special room that he has in his hideout where he hides people that he has given the crazy drug to because of the crazy, crazy disease. Because one of the side effects is they're very, very sensitive to light. So until he needs them after he's injected them, while they're getting sick, let's say, he keeps them uh, 
secluded in this dark room. Well, he goes into this dark room, and it's pitch black. Nobody can see. So nobody wants to go into the room after him, because, of course, he'll have the advantage. So Johnny Thunder sends the Thunderbolt after Dr. Midnight, because he can see in the dark. He and Hootie, his pet owl. Which uh, Hootie is in store for some accolades here by the end of the story. So Dr. Midnight goes in, confronts Dr. Alba, finds out that Dr. Alba is actually the Dr. Abel he has been looking for, and as Dr. Abel attempts to inject him with the crazy disease, he misses and injects himself. Screaming and yelling, Eeyah, he falls out a window and plummets to his death. At the end, the Justice Society accept Starman and Dr. Midnight into their midst, and more importantly, name Hootie, Dr. Midnight's pet owl, as the official Justice Society of America mascot. And to finish up this book, this issue of All-Star Comics, not that it has anything per se to do with Dr. Fate, but it deserves mention, we have the first and origin story of one Wonder Woman with an advertisement of Sensation Comics, which will add yet another uh, anthology comic to National Periodicals group of books uh, Wonder Woman I think this first issue of Sensation has the origin of Wildcat and it has the origin story of another hero that will go on to be a member of the Justice Society as well but I can't remember who it was off the top of my head I didn't look that up uh, this all just sprang to mind now so I, I didn't have a chance So, <coughs> excuse me there is all-Star Comics, issue 8 for you. Next time out, um, well, wait a minute. You can find this issue of All-Star Comics reprinted in both the Millennium Edition, All-Star Comics number 8, which DC put out in 2001, and the All-Star Comics archives, which DC put out in 1991, uh, volume 2 of that. So those are places that you can find this story if you want to grab it. Issue 56, episode 56 rather, next episode, I will be talking about the new volume of Dr. Fate, issue 6 that came out mm, a while ago now, whenever you get a chance to listen to this. Actually, it's a couple weeks that I've since I recorded this, but either way, Dr. Fate, issue 6. Talk to you then. Lords of Order is a teal production and as such is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative, 3.0 unported license.